Hey guys, it's your girl Jodi Ann, also known as I Go By Joe, and this is The E-Project. Let's start the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to The E-Project, your host Jodi Ann. I'm here with another amazing entrepreneur. Her name is Louise Hey, Mangalino. Mangalino. It's pronounced how it looks like on paper. Okay, I thought looks. It's pretty easy. So welcome Louise. Hey. So Louise has an awesome, awesome company called Burger Potty, <laughs> P-A-W-T-Y. Yes. Or you can just say Burger Party, whatever. Our whatever bur- is easiest for you. I like the potty, <laughs> okay. though. It's fun. It's fun. I like saying a potty. Um, so she caters and makes these amazing pink waffle sliders. Mm-hmm. That's like your your main item. That's yeah. your specialty. It's our signature burger. So it's called the Barbie Burger because I love Barbies, clearly, from my blog, <laughs> Burgers and Barbies. Um, so, yeah, our signature burger. Burger is called the uh, Barbie Burger, which is a pink waffle bun, um, an all beef patty, white cheddar cheese, sesame mayo, pickled shallots, and crushed pork rinds. So it's everything I like in one burger. Mm, <laughs> yummy! So you basically did my intro for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's your intro. <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to sit down and talk with you. Everything, just branding, marketing, your mm-hmm. business, how you started, and just like why you're doing this. So let's start with. Tell us um, a little bit about yourself and, about how, and how you started. Okay, perfect. So, well, my name's Louise, um, and I have a burger blog called Burgers and Barbies, which I started in 2010. I started it because I've always been very creative. I liked graphic design. I liked web designing. And and I don't know if you've heard of this thing called Asian Avenue, but back in the day, there was this website called Asian Avenue where you got to design your own web web page and like people got to visit and like whatever. And you, I, it was like my way to showcase my talents, quote unquote, I guess you can say, but that died down. And after that, I didn't really have like an, an outlet to do that kind of stuff. And this was around the time when like blogs started popping up and foodies started like entering the scene and whatever. And I'm like, okay, but I didn't want to just do a fashion blog because there were a ton of fashion blogs at the time. And I didn't want to just do like a food blog because there's so much food out there. I feel like I wouldn't even know where to begin. But I noticed that one thing I would always go and get every time I'd eat would be a burger. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll just narrow it down to burgers. Like everyone knows what a burger is and everyone's Mm. tried a burger. So it's relatable. And I've always liked Barbies, like my whole life, like my entire, to this very day, I still like Barbies. So I decided to call my blog Burgers and Barbies, and that's how it started. But I realized through blogging, a lot of different restaurants, a lot of their burgers were pretty much the same, and I kind of got bored with it, and I I was pretty much just rating the same burger over and over again. So I just really wanted to try a pink burger, and that was just one of, like, my main goal that it was, it was so hard to cross off my list, and I was like... Well, if it doesn't exist, why don't I create it, right? <laughs> and that's what we call innovation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so one day I just I popped in my head. I was like, I just I want to have a burger pop up. I want to show everyone what kind of burgers I like, and I just want to have a one day kind of thing. So I teamed up with my friend Jessica Lagman. So we teamed up together. We created Burger Party. It's supposed to be a one day event, August twenty second, twenty fifteen. And it was one and done, and we were good, and we were satisfied. We had a bunch of people come out. We had great feedback. But weeks after, we got a lot of requests to cater events, and we were just like, okay, cool. Like, we didn't know it was like we were a catering company, mm-hmm. but we were just like, why not? Like, a lot of the companies that hit us up were, like, big names, um, pretty reputable names. Like, we did the Nixon and the Six um, launch party in Toronto. What? Yeah, That's when they dope. launched when they launched here. Um 
we did like a TIFF screening after party and we did like Fancy Puffs first birthday. And then after that, it was just like a snowball effect. And, and um, well, right now I currently own Burger Party by myself because at, at some point, Jessica, she wasn't really like the burger person. She wasn't really like feeling it after a while. And she was like, but if you would like to continue on with it, you're more than welcome to. So I was like, you know what, We this is our baby. Like we built it from the ground up. Like it's not something I just want to throw away like that. So in March of 2016, I acquired it and it's my company now and I've just been running it ever since. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Look at you. Something from like just a smaller, like, you know, just a yeah. thought and idea. A small idea. <laughs> and then you just, you went out and you did it. Yeah. And I love that you continued it. You didn't kind of get discouraged from yeah. maybe her not wanting to continue. You could have been like, oh, okay, yeah, you're, we did it. This is cool. I'm yeah. done. But you have like a genuine passion for it. So you're mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to keep doing this. Well, to be honest, like when, when she told came up to me and told me like, you know, I don't think I want to continue with it. I was torn. I was, mm-hmm. I was, I felt like someone was breaking up with me. It was like, oh. it was like a little heartbreaking. But then I, I had, I sat down like. Like I thought about it for a long time. I wrote down everything I would need if I need, if I wanted to continue by myself, and or things that I wanted to like maybe change or innovate within the company if I wanted to continue. And I wrote it down and I looked at it and I was like, "This is feasible. Like I think I can do it. And why not? Like why not just put it all out there because it's something I genuinely like doing." And yeah, and that's what you see today, I guess. <laughs> Honestly, it's amazing. When I first tried your um, the slider, mm-hmm. I was actually shooting um, a baby shower. Mm-hmm. No, a baby shower, sorry. First, a first birthday. birthday. Yeah. And that's when I first met you. This yeah. is an Ajax. Yes, and, and it was just so like surreal that I've met you before. And it, was, it was, and we didn't weird. even have the, I think I realized the connection after when I started seeing your stuff pop up more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's the girl. I had the pink, yeah. the waffle. It was, guys, when I tell you how juicy, I'm not even exaggerating because <laughs> I'm a huge foodie and I'm very like particular it's delicious. Like they're Thank so you. juicy, so seasoned, so well. Like they're and you don't even like. The, there's no like um, sweet taste in the waffle in terms no. of the dye. It's just mm-hmm. like the coloring. Yeah, exactly. and I wasn't sure because when I first thought, I was wondering. And when I tasted, I was like, ooh, ooh, yeah. and they're fluffy, girl. They're so good. I think it <laughs> takes a lot of people by surprise because people just look at it and people just want to like take a picture of it and put it yes. on their Instagram and be like, it's so pretty. But then when they take a bite into it, they're like. Okay, this is really this good. Is delicious. <laughs> yeah, so they take they take one and they take pictures of it and they eat it and they buy another one and just like devour it. Exactly. So, like, and the fact that you love it, I mean that because you have to love it. Yeah. Before anyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean. So I think that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so, how is it working? Because you have a nine to five still, or yeah. seven to th- technically my, seven. I to call it my nine to five, You're but it's seven to three. Seven to three. <laughs> um, how is that? How does that work for you? Like, how does that transition for you, like, working there and then Mm -hmm. having your business almost full-time as well? Yeah. Well, I'm very fortunate that I get to work the hours that I do, and it's, it's like, not uh, not like I'm bound to that job or, like, I I have to take work home. Like, I get to do my work, leave it, go home, and do whatever the heck I want afterwards, which is what I do, and I'm very fortunate. Okay. I know a lot of people are like, why are you still working your 9 to 5? And, like, why why don't you just choose one? Like, mm. choose to be an entrepreneur or choose to, like, work your 9 to 5 or something like that. But I love it. Like, I love, you know, having the balance. I, like, I don't even feel like I have, a, like, all, like, three quote-unquote jobs, like a blogger, like, caterer, and, like, working in an office. I feel like I don't have three jobs. I just feel like I just enjoy what I do every single day. I don't think of it as, like, a burden or anything. Because you're living your life. Yeah. The I way just, you want to. Yeah, I feel like I have a lot of flexibility. And I'm also, at the same time, I'm very, like, versatile. So, like, if something gets thrown my way, then I just deal with it. And that's amazing. And <laughs> I feel like, as an entrepreneur, you need to be able to know how to balance mm-hmm. and work through those challenges. And yeah. I think that's amazing. And you know what? I'll, 
people will always have their opinions and be like, oh, just choose one. Yeah. But I feel those are always the people that can only do one. <laughs> so they're just like, why are you doing, why do you think you can do yeah. more than one? Know what I mean? If I couldn't handle it, then I wouldn't do it. But of like, course. I just feel like at this point in my life, like I'm at a great spot where I feel like I can juggle all these things and mm-hmm. still have a good like work-life balance where I still have time to like play extracurricular sports or like mm-hmm. hang out with my friends or to still see my family and hang just... out with my boyfriend and like whatever. I have a good balance of everything and I'm very fortunate. I think that's amazing. And you're doing what works for you. Yeah. And you're, and you're <laughs> genuinely, you're happy doing it. Thank you. Like whenever you, like even us now talking about what, I'm you, like, about what you like, <laughs> you, you're, gen, you're so happy. Like this is your true passion. Like yeah. I was meant to do this. Yeah. So it's awesome. So, okay. So now when you decided to now pursue this, you know, to pursue it on your own mm-hmm. now, um, what were, what was that like for you? Like what were the steps that you had to really go through to now fully do it? Because I'm sure you did like your courses and mm-hmm. stuff before because you kind yeah. of have with food. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because. Yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> we hit the mic. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> um, well, because the reason why I teamed up with Jessica to begin with was because she's a cook. And I'm not a classically trained cook at all. Like, Mm. I used to say I was the worst cook. Like, I used to not cook. My parents spoiled the crap out of me. Like, they cooked all my meals for me. But then I had to, you know what, I I realized if I wanted to take this seriously, if I wanted to own this company and do everything by myself, like I said I would, then I'd have to, you know, grab the bull by the horns. So I had to get my food handler certificate. Um, I registered the company. Um, I rent out commercial kitchens whenever I have my events. Um, I hire, like, contract cooks to cook with me if it's, like, a really big job or whatever. And mm-hmm. I hire out my friends. Like, I make sure that, like, I just take the appropriate steps in order to get to where I have to be. I love that. So <laughs> after having to do all that, like, taking the food handlers mm-hmm. and everything, um, when did you, like, was there a lot of research you had to do to know, okay, what do I, how do I how do I move forward? Like, what are the things I need to do now to make this, like, a legitimate business? Um, you know, I've, I've asked a lot of my friends within the industry, but a lot of my friends are not in the food catering industry. A lot of my friends are creatives or they have, like, um, other companies that are not food-related or, like, if they are food-related, they're, like, sweet treats or whatever. So it's, like, it was hard for me because I didn't really have that one person that I could, or uh, like certain, I guess, contacts to be like, hey, how did you do it? Okay. And how can I do it that way? Mm. So I kind of had to like do a lot of my own research, which I'm sure a lot of like entrepreneurs do, but yeah. I did a lot of research. I did a lot of recipe hunting because like a lot of the burgers or I, all the burgers I create are like, I create them from, from bottom up. Okay. So just a lot of research, just a lot, a lot of research, I guess. <laughs> so, okay, so that's fine. Because, I mean, sometimes it's good to have, like, of course, you want to like, go to people and be like, hey, mm-hmm. like, do you know? Well, you know what? I find that when you do things on your own. Mm-hmm. And it's we, more gratifying. It's Exactly. Yeah. And it kind of sticks to you more. And you don't yeah. have to go back to the person. It's like, yeah. now you can now give this knowledge that yeah. you've learned. I mean, like, it's not to say I haven't had, like, really good friends to help me along the way. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I don't know anyone else. Like, that's... That's in my circle or or something that's done a food catering kind of thing. Mm. So, like, I didn't really have anyone to, like, have a go-to person, but I figured it out. <laughs> you, did, you definitely did. <laughs> so, when it comes to, like, your marketing, mm-hmm. was that another big learning process for you? Like, how to market your product, your brand? Um, I wouldn't say so, per se, because I've been doing my own, like, like marketing and like my own graphic design and all, like all, everything on my promotions for my blog and I've been doing it for Burger Party from day one. So oh, okay. I feel like it's just 
I just feel like I have an aesthetic that I like to portray on like my social media and I've for me, it's like the bigger picture. Like, what do what do I want to show people when they scroll through my Instagram feed? And that's just how I approach it. Okay. And yeah, that's just how I've gone through that. I didn't go to school for marketing, although I'd really like to. I just don't really have the time right now. But oh, so how did you even like learn to do all that? Well, through your blog. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess some kind of like stem back to there. Then, mm-hmm. so like with your blog, when you had that, how did you learn all those tools to even know how to like market everything? Mm-hmm. Was it just research, or was it a lot of googling and a lot of YouTube? I've I learned coding just from like googling stuff, like how do you do this, or how do you create like mm. accordion sort of like questions and stuff like that. Or I a lot of YouTube, a lot of what I've learned is self-taught. Like I taught Photoshop to myself in grade six because I just, oh, wow. it was there. And I was just like, how do I use this great program? And I just YouTubed and Googled a lot of things. See, I love <laughs> that you said that. I mean, it could have been other other ways as well. Yeah. But I feel like that is, it's so good to hear and like almost reconfirming what we kind of already know mm-hmm. in terms of just knowing that if you need to know something, Google it. The information is there. Yeah. Like everything's at your fingertips. And especially like I'm a bit, I wouldn't say old, but like I'm almost in my 30s. And I just feel like uh, the younger generation is so lucky right now. Like they they literally have everything at their fingertips. And so I say everyone just take advantage of that. (laughs) Yeah, because the knowledge is there. So before this neutrality internet thing. Yeah. Learn everything. Learn everything. (laughs) I'm even saying that right. (laughs) Net neutrality. (laughs) So, yeah. net Is it net neutrality? I believe so. Oh, God. See, I... Better than me. (laughs) So how do you build your relationship with your clients? So someone, like, comes Mm -hmm. to you, um, like, what's that conversation like to kind of, like, say, like, solidify that booking Mm -hmm. in a sense? So typically, people reach out to me by email because my email is, like, readily available. Like, it's my preferred, like, method of contact, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if I'm just meeting you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So people just usually hit me up, like, hey, I'm having this event. Like, do you have a price list? So I shoot them my price list. Pretty much just goes from there. Like, they pretty much tell me what they need, and I give them suggestions of, like, menu items because we have quite a few. It's not just sliders. Like, we have, like, our popcorn, and we have, like, our unicorn horns. Which Which is is, delicious, our popcorn. Have you tried? You haven't tried the unicorn horns yet, but those are really good. Mm. So they're, like, bugles covered with white chocolate, and they're dusted with um, funfetti cake mix and sprinkles. They're really good. They're, like, sweet and salty. Did you bring any? (laughs) No, I wish. (laughs) And then we also have, like, waffle s'mores and, like, all that stuff. So they, they, like, they're surprised. You're, like, oh, we don't really see these soften but like, I guess people like want the burgers um Ooh. so yeah they do just, just hit me up for um certain menu items and then it's pretty much just back and forth through email I send them an invoice you send me a deposit and um yeah it's solidified after they send me the deposit I guess oh okay mm-hmm. that's a really clean process yeah it's just pretty like clear-cut like this is what you want here's an invoice receive my payment and then you're in the books <laughs> was there a lot of like trial and error in the, like, yes. when you first started was oh it my like God, yes. <gasps> what yeah. was your biggest what would you say your biggest challenge in the beginning and like learning all this like because dealing with clients or customers it's not it's, it's not, not easy e- no <laughs> like being on the other end of it like mm-hmm. we're used to always being the customers right yes, yeah so when you're on now the boss and you have to deal with clients yeah. or customers it's like wow okay yeah. there's a lot you need to learn yeah so like what would you say your biggest challenge and like what have you learned the most well naturally as as the face of your own company, you just want to please everyone. Like, you want everyone to like who you are and like your product and, like, you don't want to disappoint anyone. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's like, a there's a line you have to draw mm. where you have to just, like, 
put your foot down sometimes. Like sometimes people just like want to take advantage of you because they're like, well, you're not a big company. So like you need exposure, which is huge. Like everyone just like, you need exposure. That word. I know it's It's every (laughs) entrepreneur's pet peeve. Like every, every small business owner's pet peeve is the word exposure. And collaborate. Yeah. (laughs) Although sometimes collaborations can can. like work in your favor, but for the most part, it means free. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) which is hard, especially when you're dealing with stuff like food, which is perishable, because like it's not like if I don't use those items Mm -hmm. on that day, I can bring it home Mm. because like it expires. And like after a certain time frame, you got to throw it out. Like, you know what I mean? So definitely one of the biggest obstacles I had to overcome was like pricing. I think for every entrepreneur, no matter what kind of industry you're in, pricing is huge because like you want to put a price to your, like you want to put value to your company and to who you are, but you also don't want to, I guess, scare away potential clients, but you also don't want to devalue who you are. So I think that's just an internal struggle that every entrepreneur, at least for myself, Mm -hmm. like that's what I went through. I was like, how do I price my stuff like where I where it's fair to me and it's fair to the customer but it's also competitive with with what's out there because there's just everything in abundance right now so how when did you get to a point where you're like you know what this these are my prices Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable with it this is good yeah this is fair I think about I think last year last year 2017 I think was the in the beginning so in 20 at the end of 2016 I just went through everything because that was my first I guess year yeah of operation by myself okay and I did a lot I made a lot of errors like everyone does yeah. like I, I've made a lot of errors like I spent my money like poorly in some cases and okay. I just wanted to be wiser with my money and I just want to make better decisions and I wanted to be I just wanted to you know just be better so in 2017 I just made a promise to myself I'm like you can say no to people and you can mm. you don't have to compromise your prices because people are saying like, well, I have 10,000 followers. So you have to, like, you know, it okay. would be great exposure for you if you gave it to us for free for 200 people. And yeah. I'm just like, I cannot do that. <laughs> like, and, uh, <laughs> and it's like, are those 10,000 followers yours or it, did you buy yeah, them? It's true. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. I see. <laughs> so that's another lately. thing. It's like mm-hmm. sometimes I'm weary with people, not all, but some that have like. 10,000 even between the 10 to 15 because mm-hmm. sometimes they're bought yeah a lo- oh, people do it more than more often than you think like, oh yeah it's pretty common yeah so you think you're gonna get all this engagement and exposure yeah I'm using you quotes, get like guys. One, one one picture <laughs> and you get like te- you get like maybe 30 comments i mean mm-hmm. 30 likes yeah and it's like we have 10,000 followers yeah. how, i thought i was getting exposure yeah but it's you'd be surprised with how many people are not aware of that as well. Like, mm. I, I am very, like, I'm eagle-eye with that. I'm like, yeah. you don't have 30,000 followers. And no. I, like, I super, like, detective their yeah. Instagram. But, like, there's some people who are just like, oh, my God, this person has 30,000 followers. I have to do it for them. I'm like, but are they real? <laughs> and that's the thing, doing your research. Yeah. I think doing your research is one of the biggest things you can do as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to, it's not just starting a business. Like, oh, this is a cool idea. I'm going to, yeah. you, there's so much that entails. Yeah. There's like, so much 24-7, I'm researching stuff, like, all the time. You you gotta be on the ball. Like you have to like if it's not like like researching anything, just yeah. like what is someone else doing? Even if it's not food related, I'm like, how are they branding their item? And mm-hmm. like maybe you can incorporate that into how you're branding your item. Like exactly. you know what I mean? It's like you can grab inspiration from things that are not necessarily in your lane. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're um we were kind of briefly talking about before the interview, but um the food handling. Mm-hmm. Like that's so and knowing that you can't cook the food in your house. You yeah. Have to, <laughs> you can. You have to rent out a that's kitchen. That's a big no no, yes. <laughs> so when you 
is that something you kind of already knew? That was just through the process of learning everything. Well, it's I just it's through the process. Okay. Like as I said, I worked with Jess, so it's something I definitely learned from her as okay. well. But when I took the food handling course myself, I learned it more in depth, and I was like, okay, so that is why, and like, and then these are the reasons why, or like, these are like other like so-and-so sort of laws and like whatever so it's like it's good to know and honestly that food handling course like I feel like even if you're not going into the industry it's it would be great to learn because it's just like it's great common sense it's such that people don't know I took the yeah. course when I worked at a pizza store <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like I'm already like even that knows I'm the biggest germaphobe of life <laughs> so I was like okay I'm gonna be set this is gonna be a breathe I'm yeah I was like, whoa, I didn't yeah. know. There were so many things I didn't yeah. know. Like different ways to pack your fridge and like. What? Like yeah. even something as simple as that. Mm-hmm. But like when you think about it after the fact, you're like, it's common sense. But a lot yeah. of people don't have it. <laughs> yeah, no. Common sense is not um, taught. It's kind of something you have, I feel. Yeah. Actually, oh, no, sure. I shouldn't say that. It's no, like street it can be taught. It is. Though. I guess it can be taught. Yeah. But I feel like common sense is, I mean, that's like, Some you have it, you have it, you don't. You don't, you don't, right? <laughs> oh, God. So what advice would you give to somebody that wants, that's um, looking to go into the food industry, that wants to do catering, whether it be mm-hmm. burgers, cupcakes, like anything, desserts, whatever mm-hmm. it is? I just think that, as I said, like, everything out there is out there in abundance. So, like... Someone's making cakes, but so are 20,000 other people. And then Mm. someone's making cake pops, and so are 20,000 other people. So, like, a bajillion people are making burgers. You know what I mean? But you just got to find your niche, Mm. and you got to find something that's going to make you stand out and make people want to have you at their event. So, Mm. like, I guess for me, for example, like, I collaborate with a lot of, like, female-owned businesses because my message is, like, very, like, girl power, like, girl power everything. So... I guess with that message, like, especially with our pink waffle burgers, like, no one's really doing it. I think that's something that stands out to people, and they're like, I want that at my event. So just have an idea that is different mm-hmm. and you and market it. Like, market the crap out of it. Mm. Yeah. So would you say that's your why then, the girl power and female empowerment? Yes. Is that why you, you would say you're doing this? Totally. Like, um, I was just talking to my boyfriend the other day about mentors and I was like is it weird that I don't have a female mentor in my life like mm. all of my mentors are people that I've grown up with I have a lot of like older guy cousins and like everything everyone that I, I would say a quote-unquote look up to like on a personal level mm-hmm. is male and I think it's like weird but mm. at the same time you know it's not like I don't have a great relationship with my mom but it's just like I guess like being a girl teenager like I just had a hard time like my teenage years and like whatever but yeah it's weird that like a lot of my closest mentors are men so even like I have that good influence in my in my life I have like a lot of great male influence in my life but I'm still very girl power because I feel like I had to be the mentor that I didn't really have in my life Mm. to myself like is that weird no 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 no. sometimes (laughs) that's how it is but I feel like Things like that, it's like it, everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. because then it's like something is building you for someone else. Yeah. Which we can obviously touch on now with Covenant House. Oh, yeah. You're a mentor there <laughs> yeah. for entrepreneurs. Yeah. For young entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So I think literally everything you just said, it's like it manifested into you 
into preparing you mm-hmm. to now help people at the Covenant House. Like, yeah. it, it's like everything was already aligned. Like, our journeys, I feel like, are already, like, planned for us. It's, I'm a huge believer in fate. Yeah, so, so and literally, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's weird that you have male entrepreneurs. I think mm-hmm. it just helped build you to be a stronger female leader, mm-hmm. which you're doing. So let's talk about Covenant House. Okay, so, yeah, um, I run a monthly workshop with the youth, um, primarily female or female-identifying youth, but males are invited as well. Um, they're entrepreneurial workshops, so I just teach one-hour workshops. I have these sessions with youth to inspire them to be entrepreneurial. That's so broad, but like I, my first topic was identity mm. because I'm like people, a lot of people, they can be older or whatever, don't know who they are. And I think it's so important to establish or to at least know who you are as a person before you can start with anything. Mm. So that's where I started. Like, my first topic was identity, and I made them, like, dig deep into themselves. I I had, like, this little sketch drawing of a person. I'm like, who are you? Write down all these qualities. Draw yourself, like, whatever. Just just tell me who you are. Another workshop was about branding because a lot of people have told me that um, my branding is quite strong. Very, very strong. (laughs) Thank you. So I just felt like I wanted to pass that knowledge on to them. Um, Anything specific? About branding? Yeah, that you, you, like, you like, taught them. Um, I taught them a lot about social media because I feel like, well, mostly about Instagram because, like, I feel like that's where I like to use my a lot a lot of my social media. Uh, my sorry, my branding skills would be on social media. Okay. Yeah, I pretty much taught them that. I'm actually having a session with them in two weeks, so I'm going to touch on that as well and have a little hands-on session with oh, them as really well cool. for them to build their own brand because a lot of them, like a lot of the kids now, are looking up to all these like entrepreneurs and idols and people on YouTube and they're like, wow, these people are still so young and they've made so much of themselves. How can I do that? And and that's a lot of what I hear from the kids is Mm -hmm. that like they look up to all these YouTube stars. So a lot of them are really into like being an entrepreneur and like making a name for themselves, which is inspiring, especially especially at Covenant House, which is a homeless youth shelter. Mm -hmm. So it's quite inspiring. How did you get involved with them? Like how did that Mm -hmm. process start for you? Well, actually, one of my friends is the employment counselor there. Okay. And he like loves what I do. So he, he's he's like, you know, listen, like you, you do a great job with your own company. And I feel like it's something that you could pass on to these youth. So he asked me to come in. I met his boss and I met a few of his other colleagues as well. And they're just like, we need you here. What can you do for us? So I'm just like, well, I can dedicate like an hour a month um, to hold these workshops. So I've just been doing them ever since. Wow. And how long has this been? Started? It's only been, I would say like four months now. But okay. yeah. But prior to that, I was also a volunteer for Junior Achievement. Of, of Central Ontario. I've, have you heard of Junior Achievement before? I have, yeah. Yes, okay, yeah. so they have a company program, which is an 18-week program, which is after school, and these youth high school students come into offices, and they they um, come together to build their own company. So they oh, have, wow. they That's elect really executives, cool. they either create a product or a service, and their goal is to be the company of the year. Mm-hmm. So I, I volunteered for that for three years, which was also very inspiring to myself because I'm like, these kids are so business savvy at such a young age. And they actually inspired me to want to start Burger Party. Oh, wow. Funny enough, because I'm just like, these kids are, they're just doing it. They're out there. They're putting themselves out there. They're creating a product, whether or not it's going to succeed or fail. Mm-hmm. And they're just doing it. And it was just like, why can't I do that? And so I did. And you did. No, <laughs> yeah. that's it. So when you were doing that, I mean, you you had already kind of started Burger Party? So. With your friend in a sense, and it kind of just pushed you to do it even more? Is that um, kind well, of what you mean? It was towards the last year of me volunteering, actually, or my okay. second last year, I believe. Okay. Um, 
I was sitting at the award ceremony and the group that I was with, they won video of the year because they had to submit a commercial video. Okay. And I was just like so proud of them just looking at them on stage. And I was like, you guys are like 14, 15, 16, 17. Like they're, they're high school kids and they're just, they're there. They're putting themselves out there and they're just so fearless. And they're so, like I said, they have so much business knowledge. And I was like, if I only knew that program existed when I was in high school, I would have taken full advantage of it. But Mm. I'm just like, it's not too late, though. So, yeah, I just figured, why not? Oh, that's so (laughs) special. You're so sweet. Oh, my goodness. You're like just... Well, Mother Teresa, just, <laughs> no. just giving all this great knowledge. Because as I said, like yeah. growing up, I didn't really like. It's not to say that I didn't have good influences in my influences in my life, but mm-hmm. like coming from an immigrant household, I think it was hard. Like my parents were working hard all the mm-hmm. time, so like I just didn't really have a mentor. Like I had an older brother, but he was six years older than me, so mm-hmm. it, was, it was really hard for me to like connect with him as like a kid. So I had to search for a mentor, but yeah. I didn't really have one. So. I just feel like it would be great if I can just help at least one other person who is looking for a mentor. That's amazing. That says a lot about you. Thanks. It says a lot. <laughs> so I kind of want to um, touch back on marketing and branding a little okay. bit because I, I feel like that that topic especially is so important. And mm-hmm. like when you, if you can get a hang on that, mm-hmm. um, it's like, it's like yeah. magic. So what would you say are some of the key things to know for when you're starting your Instagram page? For marketing and branding, um, like when you're if you're trying to brand it, yeah, I would say take quality photos because you don't know. Like I don't know, I just creep a lot of other brands that have a lot of potential, but they don't have like that big picture vision mm. when they're putting themselves out there. So like they'll take like a f- photo which looks like it was taken on like their iPhone 4s or something. Oh and, gosh, 4s. Yeah, and like they they don't even put like a nice filter on. Like they put like an old filter. Like yeah. and it's just like you could have done so much more with that photo and like this is what you want to put out there. So I think just your brand is so important. I'm sure you know that, but like I just feel like people have to take their brand more seriously. You got to plan, I guess for your social media. That's like mm. super important. And like don't be afraid to invest in your product. Like I know being an entrepreneur is spend a lot of spending your own money, but like if you don't spend or if you don't invest, like spending doesn't have to be super expensive, but if you don't invest, you don't put quality into your work, then you're not going to get that back. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I, knew, I had a feeling you were going to. So happy you said investment because, yeah. I mean, you can't expect to make money yeah. if you don't spend money. Yeah. It's just that. It's it natural. It like you, you have to spend, like you have to invest in your tools. You got to invest in your marketing. You got to invest in your staff. Like if you don't have quality products or, or a quality staff or mm-hmm. quality whatever, then you're not going to get your quality clients like exactly. you're just people are just gonna look at it and be like well i think their budget's like a hundred dollars like you know what i mean yeah. it's like you you gotta just put yourself out there how you want people to per- like perceive you because you could have you could give do a ama- sorry you could do amazing work mm-hmm. but if you have i mean if you have poor visuals mm-hmm. it's a reflection on you even if that's not you yeah sometimes exactly. that's not the case you just it's just you know you're having a, um you know a rough time like mm-hmm. trying to find good quality stuff to post, but mm-hmm. you do amazing work. No one's ever gonna know that exactly if you're not. If, so you have to invest in the visuals, yeah. you know. And one thing you can do is you can even like look for a mentor in that sense. Like you mm. can ask a friend who's who's there already. Like you can be like, oh, who took those photos? Or like, what did you use to take those photos? Was it mm. a DSLR? Or did you use like your iPhone? Or like, how did you do that? Like, what did you use to edit it? Like, you can ask those questions and don't be afraid to ask because. If you don't ask, you're never going to know. Exactly. <laughs> I always say ask and you shall receive. Like Ooh, that's like, like one that. of my big like always ask. Like I ask anyone everything and like if 
I don't get an answer, then cool, whatever. But like, <laughs> and if I, you'll do your own research, yeah, like you said, at least before. just, and you'd be surprised, like whoever would answer you, kind of thing. So. Just yeah, ask. don't be shy. Exactly. Just yeah. ask. You never know. How important do you say a website is in the beginning stages? How important mm-hmm. is a website versus... Because I feel like Instagram is a new website. Yes. I, I feel so as well, but I'm also a firm believer in the website. Because, okay. like, I've had my burger blog, which, like, website for, like, since 2010. So I first started as a blogger, but then I had this... Don't laugh at me, but I had this dream. So I was like, I was sleep- in my dream. So like someone came up to me in my dream and was like, oh, I have a burger blog website. I'm like, oh, cool. Me too. What's yours called? And the person was like, burgersandbarbies.com. And I was like, so frustrated. I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, it wasn't taken. So I was like, really mad. So I woke up and I registered the website the next wow. morning because I was like, I don't want anyone to take that. That's me. Like, that is me as a brand. Um, so I think... I know, like, Instagram's, like, the new quote-unquote website or whatever, but I still think it's very important to have one. Mm. I feel like it looks more professional, and I feel like you can put a lot more info on there than you could put on Instagram because people don't really like reading long Instagram captions or, like, they just like it for the photo visual. But, like, if they want to know who you are, then you can definitely put all that info on your website or, like, external stuff like articles written about you or, like, videos or, like, playlists or something. Like, you can have more of who you are on Mm. your website. 100%. 100%. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to touch on that because I I read it I was reading a blog um my my friend Oshane had sent me mm-hmm. and it did say that like Instagram is I guess quote unquote the new becoming the new website mm-hmm. but like you said there's only so much information you can put on Instagram so And so much that people want to read on Instagram. Exactly. Right? So So it is still good to have definitely have a website for mm-hmm. sure. And I saw yours and it looks really good. Oh, <laughs> I checked thank it you. out. Your photography website. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. Man, that's been a journey. But I mean, it's there. I use Squarespace. It's, I'm not, so I'm not, Me I'm not, too. I'm not a genius in um, web development. But yeah. Oh, you use Squarespace as well. On the Burger Party website, yeah. Isn't it amazing? It's great. I love, Drag and drop. <laughs> yeah, it's so customizable. Yeah. And that's, an, again, so we're talking about, now we're talking about resources. So that's another amazing resource. If you if you can't afford a developer or mm-hmm. a um a web designer, sorry, mm-hmm. then, like, look at certain sites that offer templates that yes. are easily customizable, yeah. just like Squarespace. And they look so clean, and, like, they're just just customizable. You drag and drop, create a bunch of pages, and, like, link this and that and whatever. Like, it just looks good. I, and you know who else has um, stepped up their game? Wix. Oh, yeah. I, was I, like, I used Wix before, but I was just, like, it looked kind of, like, kiddish when I was using it. It did. It's totally different now okay it's actually <laughs> they know. stepped up their game and i'm like whoa mm-hmm. it's actually really good <laughs> um so what does being a creative entrepreneur mean to you what does it mean to me i just feel like it means just being in the realm of creativity as a whole like creativity is just so broad mm-hmm. but i feel like you either have it or you don't because mm, like I a like lot that. of people like I, this is what I always say. I'm like, I don't know why people go to school for, like, art. Because, like, you, either you're a good artist or you're not. But I guess it's to have qualifications or whatever. But, mm-hmm. like, being a creative entrepreneur is being versatile in the craft. And entrepreneur, I guess, means, like, doing it yourself. Like, mm-hmm. creative, do it yourself. I guess is I like how that. I can describe no, it. No, I like that. I like, I always ask this question every, mm-hmm. literally in every interview because I love hearing everyone's different mm-hmm. answers because it means something different to everyone. Yeah, for sure. And it'd be funny because if I actually put, um, compile them all together, they're kind of similar. Yeah. And they, they end up kind of like keywords, um, kind of pop out. Yeah. So. No, I like your dad. I like that. Well, because I just think it's funny when people call themselves entrepreneurs, but then they work for like a pill company <laughs> or they sell like, you know. Make the, those make the scam makeup brands like oh, the, M- I didn't talk, like the A- multi-level marketing kind like of stuff. Like Avon, 
Yeah, like, or they're just like, I'm an entrepreneur. I work from home kind of thing. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Like, I get it. You're selling another but, product. Yeah, but Here it's it like, I feel like an entrepreneur is like putting your stamp on it. Yes. Like, that's how I see it. Like, putting your own stamp on your own brand and putting yourself out there by yourself. That's just 100%. How I, see it. I think for me, I, feel, I really believe in. I read this, actually, I watched this video recently, too, and he said innovation, like, innovate. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what an entrepreneur, that's one of the things that makes an entrepreneur an entrepreneur, because mm-hmm. they see a problem, they see, because a lot of things, to be honest, it's going to be kind of rare to invent something brand yeah, new nowadays. Yeah, everything it's exists. Kinda, it's kind of, mm-hmm. like, it's slim to none. I mean, but if you can find something and see, that if you can see there's a problem with it, and you are like, man, I can make this better. Yeah. That's that's entrepreneurial yeah, to me. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, nothing is new anymore. There's no new ideas. Like, Not really. There really, really, really is. There really are. But there's, there's innovation, as you said, or there's, mm-hmm. like, just finding a niche within that product. Exactly. So, Louise, um, <laughs> what motivates you? What motivates me? I f- it sounds really cheesy, but I feel like I, I motivate myself. <laughs> I'm very competitive and I'm very competitive with myself that I try to outdo myself mm. from the last time. I like um, that. I don't know. I, it sounds like a very, like, loner answer. But <laughs> no, it doesn't. I just feel like I, like, in my head there's always, like, a competition. So I just feel like I always try to motivate myself, try to keep myself on my toes. Mm-hmm. So that motivates me. And I think what else motivates me is just seeing, to be honest, sometimes I go to to events that I cater and I'm just, like, in the beginning, I'm just, like, not feeling it. I'm like, oh, my God, like, another one of these or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, I'm total 180. I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I did that. Like, like this is what I do it for. A lot of times maybe I'm just, like, moody or whatever, but I just don't feel it. And then after the fact, I just the feedback that I get, all the positive feedback, and people are just like, this is so great. Or, like, people that come to multiple events and, like, I follow you everywhere. And, like, it's just so motivating that, like, people – Love what I've done mm. with a burger. I love it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, it's good. I love it. And like I said, guys, they taste delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so when you um, started, you know, getting me, like, you kind of launched the business. Mm-hmm. Now it's registered. And it's just you. I mean, yeah. you have a kind of a team now, but mm-hmm. when you decide to take it over, um, what was the promotion process like? I mean, that kind of that's kind of touching on marketing, but mm-hmm. when you maybe got the opportunity to do more inter- do interviews or, like, being featured on something. Mm-hmm. How did you kind of, like, gear up for that? Like, what was that process like for you? Like, um, did you reach out to people or did people just start coming to you? To be honest, like, a lot of the interviews, I say, I say all the interviews that I've done, people have reached out to me. Unless it's for my blog where I'm interviewing other people. But, mm-hmm. like, for Burger Party, like, all the interviews, people have been the ones to reach out to me. So I'm very, like, happy and fortunate that people are interested in getting to know who I am and getting to know, who the, like, what the company is. Yeah. So when that started happening, mm-hmm. like, say the first one, for example, yeah. where you're like, okay, like, this is going to really help my business. So, mm-hmm. like, I have to, let, let's do this. Like, yeah. well, obviously, we get a little bit nervous or shy. But yeah. how did you prep yourself for that? I'm still nervous. It's very <laughs> day. I was telling Cody, and I'm like, I'm so nervous. Um, no, I, I just, like, think about... My questions. I, I can't predict what they're going to ask me. Yeah. Um, unless they send it to me beforehand or if I, like, have to write up my answers myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but every interview, big or small, I'm so happy to do. Like, I'm very happy that people are interested. And, like, I am super promote everything that people get involved with Burger Party on the Burger Party Instagram. Like, every big little interview video, sound clip, whatever, like, I po- throw it on there because I just want people – to, like, because every interviewer has their own style. Mm-hmm. So you're going to learn a little bit more about me from this article to this article mm. to this podcast or video or whatever. So 
that's how I guess I prepare for it. <laughs> no, it's good. I'm, I'm, I ask that because because mm-hmm. um, you've done so many. And I know, like, when whatever is entrepreneur, whatever you're doing, you, you do want that exposure to yeah. kind of help get your stuff out there. Yeah. So it's kind of like, how do I prep for this? I mean, it is an individual thing, mm-hmm. but it's always sometimes nice to hear from someone else. Like, their kind of like their feelings towards yeah. this. Because people feel like they won't feel so alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I just, I always get the jitters before everything. I get <laughs> before interviews, before events, like any event, big or small, I still mm. get nervous for them. But everyone says that, like, it's good to get nervous because it means that... I don't know. It's just, I, no, it's, it's good. It's a good feeling, I guess. It, no, it's kind of. I feel better after. Like it's not like I'm always nervous. <laughs> I just feel relieved after. But I think I'm nervous in a fact where like I don't want to screw up or I don't want to like put my company in a bad light kind of thing. I just like just want to make sure everyone understands it fully. No, they, and you know, honestly, when it comes to like making mistakes or whatever, mm-hmm. it's 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 necessary. Mm-hmm. It's growth because imagine everything was quote unquote perfect. Yeah, and it's like you don't evolve. Yeah, you can't plan for everything. Yeah, you, you can't. Can. So, no, it's good. Thank you. No, that's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> so. I want to talk about kind of like um, future plans for mm-hmm. um, like Burger Party. I almost want to call it a community. Yeah, I just feel like it's more like, so than yeah. just burgers at this yeah. point. Like. I just feel like it is a community. It's more like a brand. Like, it's a Burger Party brand. Like, mm-hmm. people like the food, but they also like what the message is. What and they also for. like the branding. And they also like the aesthetics. Like, it's just a brand in general. Um, what's the future of it? I'm planning an event for International Women's Day, which is really exciting. It's in the planning, like, beginning planning stages right mm-hmm. now. But I'm very excited to release that. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Is that your first official sort of, like, event event for, like, just for the Burger Party? Like you've for had like year. your launch and everything, mm-hmm. but for the yeah for the year that for will be your first one. Well, my first event I'd be hosting. Yeah, you'll be yeah. hosting. Yeah, yeah, and doing it by myself, so that's kind of nerve wracking. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be good. Mm-hmm. No, that's exciting. I think I asked that because I feel like once you get to a certain point, it's like, what okay, now? now <laughs> it's like, what else can my company yeah. um, do for the community? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- how can I make this now? community-based kind of thing. And like mm-hmm. you said, you're about, your message is about women, female empowerment. Yeah. So um, it's going to be, I think, that, and launching it on Women's Day is genius. Yeah. I think that would be really exciting. And I'm going to be, just a little bit of a, like, tidbit, is I'm going to be bringing a lot of entrepreneurs together, female entrepreneurs. So that's going to be really exciting. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> we will definitely be there. Yes. <laughs> I'll bring O'Shane with me. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm having so much fun talking to you. Good. Like, this is, it's I'm good. glad. Like, I'm learning a long lot. Long time friends. Long time friends. I'm telling you, like <laughs> ten years down, like man, I was growing since I was like 1992. Like, <laughs> no, it's been good. I'm learning a lot from you, and I think people are definitely whoever's listening is is going to get a lot of knowledge, especially wanting, especially with food. Because mm-hmm. food is one of those things where it's kind of you don't know what it's going to be yeah. like when you're ha- like when you have it as an official business. Yeah, it's hard. Like food is hard. Like. Sometimes, like, I question myself. I'm like, why am I doing food? Like, I'm a create, like, I'm a creative, quote unquote. Like, I could yeah. be doing other things, but I just like it. I love eating. Eating is like it's my favorite thing. So I'm just like, and if I can give someone a pink burger that mm-hmm. didn't exist, like myself, then that just makes me happy. Mm, I love it. <laughs> so for your blog. Um, mm-hmm. Barbies and Burgers. Burgers and Barbies. Burgers. Do that. <laughs> burgers okay. and Barbies. Yes. Burgers and Barbies. Um, you do, like I said, you kind of briefly mentioned it before. You interview people. Yes, I do. Different, like, food establishments. Yes. So, so how did that start? Well, so I've been blogging since 2010. And as I said, the first bajillion years were, like, super boring. They were kind of just, like, me going to a burger place, taking a picture of my cute outfit, writing about it, the end. And then, like, I did that for, like, 
seven years. So last year I was like, let me, last year was a year of change. I was like, let me switch everything up. Let me switch mm. it up. And I'm like, what do I want to see on my blog? Like, what do I want to do like as a person? Okay. And I was like, I want to get to know people because that's like my number one thing. Um, so I was just like, who do I want to know? I'm like, I want to interview business owners, the people that own the burger places that people go to. Like, cause people just know the name and they see the product and they eat it, but like, they don't often like get to know the people behind it, mm-hmm. male or female. So I just took, so that is the burger date aspect of my blog where I go with the business owners and I interview them. And in addition to that interview about their company, I also do like a quick 10 question interview, just okay. random questions. So you get to know like a little bit of like the weird facts about them. Um, I also have this other section on my blog called That Girl. I've interviewed two people so far, planning to do a lot more this year, <laughs> but it's where I interview local um, business owners and ask them why they love being a woman and like, Ooh, like why that. they do what they do and so that's more of like the girl power aspect of my blog mm-hmm. versus just the burgers and I've started writing more just like random stuff like I wrote an article about the weird guys I've dated and I've, wrote, I've written an article about like people definitely connect to that <laughs> yeah just like the random guys I've dated and I've written like just recapped like some of like my travels and mm-hmm. put up some of my playlists from Burger Party. Just like now, it's just like a personal blog, not just reviewing burgers. It's like mm-hmm. everything in between. Oh, I love that. That's mm-hmm. so cool. I like that because now you kind of have, you kind of see what it's like being interviewer. interviewer. Yes. So yeah. it's, that's a kind of because you've obviously been interviewed. So yeah, being on the other end, you're like, oh wow, yeah. this is cool. Yeah, it's really it's fun. It's a good it's a great dynamic. But I feel like interviewing other people can. It, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. If you interview, get interviewed, it'll help you just become a better speaker, and that's something I need to work on. So, no, you're helping do, me. <laughs> it is. You're doing great. You do do really. You speak really well. Thank you. So, what would you say has changed the most while pursuing this, pursuing um, Burger Pot Potty? <laughs> um, what's changed the most? I feel like I've been more assertive with myself. I've been. I've always been an assertive person. I've always been sure of myself, but I feel like. In the, the areas where I felt I doubted myself the most, like especially with cooking mm. and with staff, because okay. I feel like I've always tried to be the nice person. I think in, in those senses, I feel like I've grown a lot. And also just saying no. And I feel like that's just a trend lately where like people are like, I'm doing it for me. I'm trying to like, you know, bring up the self-care, self-love and just trying to like make myself feel better in a sense, like not in a selfish way, but like mm-hmm. just like, you know, just self-care, like not having to say yes to everything and not exhausting yourself and like knowing when to say no, like when an event or like a client doesn't suit you kind of thing. So I just feel like all that has helped me or that's what I've learned through the whole process. Oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. What would you tell your younger self? Oh what God, would you tell I... little Louise? <laughs> I would tell myself so much stuff. I think about it every day and I'm just like, the stuff that you know in your, like, late 20s, like, not even when you're, like, 20, like, in your late 20s, yeah, you know so much more than you did in your mid-20s. Like, I know so much more than I did two years ago. And, like, I, I'm, like, a, a person that, like, dwells about the stupid stuff that I've said in my head, like, from time to time. I'm, like, why did I do or say that? And I'm just, like, well, I just didn't know better. So I would just, I guess I would tell myself not to be so afraid I was super, super shy growing up, like super shy. And that, I don't know, just go for it. Like, I mean, I I went for it. But I mean, just go for it sooner and like grab life, you know, just do it. 
I like that. Yeah. Because I think we look back and we're just like, not that nuts. And I don't want to say regrets. Yeah. Because I mean, you, you're here and yeah. you're doing what you're doing. And I like but, who I've become. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like we sometimes we have those thoughts like, mm-hmm. oh, I would tell her, don't, yeah. don't. Don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. Or you Trust know me, me or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone has dated their fair share of losers. So Makes <laughs> but you a better every person. loser has led you to a better one, hopefully. Exactly. <laughs> Down the line. But it's yeah. so true. It's you so have true. to go through all those hardships. And really trust do. me, I've been through a lot of hardships, like in every aspect of my life. And and like nothing is easy. And nothing has ever come to me easy. Like I've always had to work hard for mm. everything that I've that I've had because I've seen my parents struggle. Like mm-hmm. I, I wasn't born here. I was born in the Philippines and I came here when I was nine months. And like, I've seen my parents, like, I wouldn't say struggle. We weren't dirt poor or anything, yeah. but like, it wasn't easy growing up. Like I didn't get everything I wanted. Like my dad had to walk to like the convenience store in like the winter to get me milk as a kid. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. easy. We lived with family members. My parents didn't own their first house until I was in high school. Like, it was just not even high school. Sorry, grade six. I'm not. I'm not trying to discredit oh. them. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like yeah. just seeing them work really hard and make something out of nothing mm. has inspired me to do that myself. Wow, <laughs> that's. I hope your parents hear this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like the, I don't send them any of my articles. Like they'd be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> oh, I'm sure they'd be so proud. I'll show though. them this one day. So, I'll yeah. show them one day. One day. <laughs> Do you have any dream collaborations? Like, is there a, a one person or one organization or just any type of collaboration, doesn't matter what it entails, that you're like, ooh, I, I want to do that? Obviously, working with Barbie, I think, would be really cool. But I think mm. that would be really hard because they're a huge, huge company. You never um, know with, with social media nowadays. <laughs> it's possible, but I kind of jacked, jacked their name for my burgers. <laughs> I mean, no. You, you ha- it's called Burger Potty. Okay? Or Barbie Burger. <laughs> or Barbie Burger, so it's okay. <laughs> um, but to be honest, like I've also thought about this as well. Like A lot of the companies or people or brands that... I've I was like it would be so cool to work with them. I've worked with them, like throughout. Oh, good for you! Yeah, throughout the years of Burger Party, I'm just like, oh, like there are people that I looked up to, I guess, or that were like, oh my god, their brand is so cool. Like I wish I could work with them, and I've I have I've been fortunate enough to have worked with the people that so far I've wanted to work with. Mm. So that's really good. Obviously, there's a lot of other people I'd like to work with, but. Nothing that really sticks out in my head at this very moment. Okay. Well, I mean, if you've already done a lot of the big ones you've wanted to, then kudos to you. <laughs> That's amazing. Thanks. <laughs> so what are three words that describe Myself. Louise? Like, <laughs> yourself, yes. Um, I could say I'm resilient. Oh, I like that one word. One of them. Um, because I've been put into a lot of shitty situations, and I've always, 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 like, have found my way out of them mm. somehow. Like, they were not always perfect, but I've always gotten my way out of them. Um, I would like to say I'm very passionate. I'm. It's either I'm, like, all or nothing with you. Mm-hmm. It's either I'm obsessed with you or with something, or I'm just, like, meh, whatever. Mm. And the next thing, I like to say I'm a big kid. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I won't tell you all the time, but, like, I just feel like I'm always going to be, like, that little kid inside. Don't lose that. No. Legit, don't. Yeah. I just feel like I'm just always going to, like, love pink or, like, have my hair weird or, like, dress in, like, weird clothes and wear, like, my metallic jacket or something. I think it's, <laughs> and I don't think it's weird. Well, you know, weird is good. Yeah. Weird equals good. So yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I like that, though. That's it's you, right? Yeah. You're, I think it's, you do not want to lose that mm-hmm. little kid inside. So I love yeah. that. Thanks. So resilient, never losing your little kid inside. And Oh, my God, I forget already. 
Passionate? Passionate. passionate. Yes. yes. Oh passionate. Yes. Whew, yes. Okay. I was paying attention. <laughs> passionate. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think those three words describe you so well. Thank you. Uh, so what do you do to like, because I mean, as creative entrepreneurs and as an artist, it can be stressful at times. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. What do you do to kind of like keep you calm or like to get your solace, your, your, your time alone? To be honest, I just sit in my bed by myself. Sometimes like no TV, no phone. I just like sit. Mm. I know. I just like do that. Or on the other hand, I like to play um, video games. Girl, <laughs> I like, okay. I love The Sims and like it's so nerdy of me to say it, but The Sims is one of my favorite games of all time. So like if ever I need to like just de-stress or like, I guess because it is an alternate universe and alternate is, yeah. life, I guess. But it's fun. It's like you get to design stuff and like try different careers, quote unquote, that you didn't think were fun. It's like a cool like virtual virtual reality game kind of. Is that what kind of? Well, it's that- like an it's like an online, um, like, second life sort of game. Like, you get to create a character and they get to live their life and, like... Okay. Do they have a virtual reality Sims? Um, I hope not because that'd be so trippy. <laughs> it would be so... Tri- I tried virtual reality for the first time this Sunday. How was um, it? Me and my boyfriend went to the rec room and we did the Ghostbusters one. And it tripped me out. And I, like... It tripped me the fuck out. It was, like, so crazy. So, like, you put on the helmet thing, and yeah. then, like, you. I looked to the side. I was like, at my boyfriend, but he was, like, a virtual reality guy, and it just, like, scared me. So I just grabbed me onto his arm the whole time. I'm like, don't leave me. Don't oh. leave Because I was just, like, I was, like, I watch a lot of Black Mirror, so I'm just, like, I was just afraid at the end of it. Like, I wouldn't even be with him or something. We can't even get into Black Mirror, yeah. though, because that would be a whole different conversation. I watched Oh, the, I binge watched it like, in, like, that. Yeah. yeah. It was, no. When it came out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So trippy. Yeah. Sorry, so, that's all it was. <laughs> it's fun. It's so interesting how technology has advanced so much. But yeah. I literally, like, when I was done, the guy was like, I heard screaming the whole time. I'm like, I was afraid. I was afraid. <laughs> it's too much. It was scary. It's, 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 it's a yeah. lot. Like, yeah. we already know Sophie's taking over the world, yeah. the same, but. But also because yeah. it was Ghostbusters. I haven't watched the movie, so I didn't know what I was getting into, but there mm. was like a demon child, like a girl, that walked through us. And I was like, oh, that was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, imagine you felt it. I did, well, thank God I did not. I know, I'm saying, <laughs> like, I'm like, how real is this? Yeah, it was scary. Oh, my But it goodness. was cool, it was cool. Wow, okay. Well, <laughs> virtual reality. I feel like this conversation has gone, like, all these I know, right? <laughs> no, you, you, honestly, you've given so much already. Like, we were, like, we powered through it the first, like, half. <laughs> But no, honestly, I could talk to you all day, like just, just even just chatting, like how we are right now. Yeah. So I love it. So thank you so much. No problem for coming. Um, Thanks I really for having me. It. I appreciate it. It's really great to talk to you. Thank you. And I have last question that I love to ask everybody before yes. they go. What is the one thing you cannot leave the house without, minus your cell phone? Well, you know this answer because I, I told do. You. And I see. I'm looking <laughs> it is at it. My her. handy dandy agenda. It's like my pink agenda that has everything in it, like all the dates, all my friends' birthdays, all my burger party events. Like, all my chores, all the things I have to do. Like, if I have to go to the grocery store and I can't forget, like, I write in my agenda. Because, like, I, as you, like yourself, I, if I put on my phone, like, I'm afraid it's going to crash or I'm going to lose it or exactly. delete it or something. I'm a pen to paper person. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I just need my agenda. Awesome. I love it. I, honestly, I've been into that, too, lately. So I definitely can... Really. really. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Louise, no for problem. sharing your amazing story and how you started and everything. Like this is it's I feel very honored. Thank you. No problem. So please let us know, um, the listeners, where they can find you on social media. Mm-hmm. So they can find Burger Party at www.burgerparty and it's P A W T Y dot com and it's the same for Instagram and Twitter. So be so burger and then P A W T Y. Um my blog, you can type in burgers and barbies dot com. 
And my Twitter and Instagram for that is BurgersXBarbies. Awesome. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like. We are on SoundCloud. We're now on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play Music, and CastBox. She's everywhere. I am basically (laughs) everywhere. So please, guys, subscribe, like, and share, and just spread the word and just share these amazing entrepreneurs that I get the honor of interviewing. So thank you guys so much. And until next time, bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye.